0: Hey everybody, this is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV. Today is episode number 55, and I'm going to be talking about power awnings. And more specifically, things you can do when your motor is going bad or has gone bad when you have a power awning and you're out camping, enjoying the great outdoors. Before we get into that, I want to remind you, you can listen to all my episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. All the major podcasting channels, I'm there. Radio Arizona RV. You can search it by RV maintenance and education for the do-it-yourselfer, or RV maintenance tips for the do-it-yourselfer. Either one will come up, and you can also go to our website, which has links to the majority of the podcasting um, apps at radioarizonaRV.com. Of course, sign up for our email list, and don't forget to check out our websites, ArizonaRVPartsCenter.com and SunPro Manufacturing or actually sunpromfg.com. Now, we're going to get into the awnings, and I'm sure a good portion of you have power awnings. There's tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of them out there. There's, they're very popular. They have been for years now. But there are issues with them when the motor quits working or the motor's not working properly. And I'm talking about, you know, you have voltage going to the motor, but the motor itself is just beginning to fail or it has failed. Now, A&E is probably... One of the most popular ones, then Carefree and then Solera, and they're all a little bit different on how you work with them. If a motor has failed or is failing, so we're going to start with the A and ninety-one hundred and Weather Pro. They're pretty much the same. They look very close. They very look very similar. the The functionality is basically the same, whether it's a ninety-one hundred or a Weather Pro. And those are the two power awnings A and E has at this point, unless there's something else I'm not aware of out there, but these are the two that I'm aware of. And the Weather Pro has been discontinued, by the way. But nonetheless, there's still plenty of them out there and parts are available. So now you've probably seen others, maybe you've experienced. You've been out RVing. It's time to go. You put everything away. And maybe the awning's the last thing you put away because it's warm out. You know, the sun's shining on you. And you decide I'm going to leave that out for very last. And you get everything ready to go. You walk inside your RV, you hit that switch to retract it, and nothing happens. You're like, oh, man, switch bad, fuse blown. You go through some steps, and you kind of figure out that there's probably power going to the motor. You, You may may not be able to test it properly. And that's where I want to say this. You need to have a voltage meter in your RV, in your toolbox. A test light and a voltmeter go a long ways. And a voltmeter is always better than a test light. Test light's great for quick little tests, even with an awning, but sometimes it's harder to use. So you want to be prepared for that. So maybe you've experienced it, you've worked through it, you know, you figured out it was the motor, you figured out a way to get the awning in, everything was good. But for those of you who haven't experienced this yet, that's what we're going to walk through. So on a 9100, you hit the switch, it doesn't retract, you hit extend, it doesn't extend, it doesn't do anything. What do you do? You're leaving, it's time to bring that awning in, right? So you have to bring it in. Now the 9100s and weather pros are done the same way. There's a screw on top of the motor, which is on the front of the awning. So the motor sits on top of the arm. There's a stainless steel screw. It's an Allen head screw. So you'll need an Allen head driver. I don't know what size it is. Common size. Now there's a little more to it than that. You don't go up there and just loosen the screw. With a 9100 or Weather Pro, there's a slot on the roller tube, which takes a strap that you slide in. So it's the same strap that's used on a manual awning. And I know there's a lot of people out there that don't even know about it that they should have a strap with their 9100 or Weather Pro awning in case of this situation. And it does happen. We replace a lot of motors, whether it's Carefree, AE, Solera, we replace a lot. You have to have the strap. And now the strap is the same strap that would use on a manual awning. So if you don't have a strap, you can just go to the RV store buy a strap for a Dometic manual awning, you'll be good. So if the awning's extended, and this is when this this functionality, the bypass mode, if you will, works the best because you can slide the strap into the roller tube and someone can uh, hang onto that strap while you get up there and you loosen the screw, and then that awning will start to go in on itself. It'll start ret- retract by itself, which is what you want. So you just have to hold the strap and walk it in, just like a manual awning. Now, and I said that pretty quick. So with the motor, there's the Allen head screw, stainless steel. So you loosen that screw, and that takes that takes the uh, screw off the shaft of the motor, which holds it would typically hold it in place right there, so that shaft can't just spin by itself. Then you walk the awning in, so that shaft is turning. Is basically in idle mode. And on a 9100 in a Weather Pro, you have a spring on the rear of the awning. So your torsion and spring assembly at that point is like a manual awning with a spring inside of it. So that spring will bring the awning in on its own. It's pretty simple. The key is having the strap and your awning has to be out for it to work. Now on any awning, if your awning or the motor stops halfway out, halfway in, or how you want to slice that, quarter way, it doesn't matter. The awning has to be in for you to travel. But you, you face the same problem if the awning's not all the way out where you can get the strap into the roller tube. So at that point, depending on whether you're closer in or farther out, you might just loosen the screw and let the awning go in on its own if it's just a foot or so. But if it's out further, you might want to have a person on each arm holding the arm so it just doesn't go slam against the RV. Now, it's not going to slam like a manual awning, but there is one spring, so you do want to bring it in equally or evenly. And if you can hang on to it with a ladder, you you have a person on each ladder holding the arm, or you can even put a rope around each arm, and as you loosen the screw, control the awning to go in. Like I said, it's not just going to slam in, but you do want to control it. And it'd be the same to bring it out too. If you wanted to bring it out in manual mode, which I don't think you would, you loosen the screw and you pull those arms out you'll have to get something to pull them out um, you'll have to be on a ladder and bring them out and you have to tighten that screw on the motor this is something kind of more for just bringing the awning in you know you're leaving you need to travel it's an emergency mode to bring the awning in because you can get a motor in a couple days and a motor you can replace by yourself you don't have to take it to a shop if you can if you can get it in by yourself the awning in by yourself you can um definitely get this you can definitely do the work to replace it they're easy. They're just expensive. Those motors are $300, $400. Depends on where you buy it, what time of day it is, all that good stuff. You know how that works anymore. Prices vary. With the AE 9100 or Weather Pro, it's the same thing with or without a metal weather shield. As long as it has the motor, it's going to function the same way for bringing it in. And now that's kind of the quick version. And with all of these awnings, whether it's Carefree, AE, or Solera, I highly recommend that you get the manual out for it or go to their website and download it and have it handy, and even walk through it a couple times so you understand it, so you know how it works. So when that day comes, you're not caught off guard going, what do I do? You you might forget most of it, but at least you'll have a clue. And you know, if you have the instructions, put them someplace safe, put them on a tablet, a phone, computer, someplace where you can look at them. And remember, when your awning quits working, it's probably going to be when you're ready to leave. So make sure you, you know, like if you have it on an iPad or a tablet that it's not packed away, that you can get to it. So that's kind of that the 9100 weather pro in a nutshell the instructions will go a little more in depth but pretty much that's it but like i said have the instructions and the other thing too is the 9100 or weather pro there's no leads or anything on there where you can you know uh, run 12 volts to it you have to unplug the the connector and then you'd have to run 12 volts to it if you wanted to If you thought that was a problem, there's no voltage going to it, which probably won't be the problem. That's very rare. They're a little bit different. So, you know what? That's part of getting familiar with it, how it works. So when that day comes, you're not struggling going, what do we do? Now, that's going to take us to the carefree awnings. Oh, and by the way, if you have any more questions on this, you can call me. My my number's on my website. You can email me. You can use the contact me or contact us page through radioarizonarv.com. I have no problem answering these questions. And then the carefree awnings are a little bit different. They've changed over the years. They have a couple different motors and configurations. Depends on the awning, what you have. One, new, one thing different about the carefree awnings is the vast majority of them just have an idler on the rear of the awning. There's no spring. Some of the XL awnings, the extra long ones that are like 20 feet or longer or 21 feet or longer, they'll have a spring or a torsion assembly on the rear that actually has tension on it. When you wind it out, it puts tension on it. When you bring it in, it's used to, you know, bring the awning in a little bit easier to help that motor. And like I said, that's just on the longer ones. The vast majority don't have that. So on Carefreeze, on their power awnings, on the older ones, they have contacts on the back of the plastic housing where you can hook up 12 volts to it to bring the motor in or out if the motor's acting intermittently. So if the motor's acting intermittently, you can actually run 12 volts to the back of it pretty easy. Or if you think the switch has gone bad or the switch has gone bad, you can just run 12 volts to it. There's two contacts and if it, you know, you hook it up, if it goes out and you want to bring it in, just reverse the wires and it'll bring it in rather than bring it out. So that's pretty straightforward, pretty easy on that portion of it. But when the motors go bad on a carefree, they're really the only way to bring that awning back in, to where it's safe if you know you you want to get it retracted you know it's time to go home like i said earlier and you know that it's not a a 12-volt issue it's just a mechanical issue that the motor has failed or the gears have broken which i've seen that the only way to really do it safely is just to take the motor itself off of the housing You, you take the plastic covers off you take the motor off then the awning will be able to roll back in which makes it fairly easy Or, I said that was the only way, but that's not really the only way. It kind of depends on the situation you're in, how many people you have helping you. You know, you could also take the two or three screws out of the the cap and pull it off of, when I say the cap, there's a black or white cap, depending on color your arms are, and it goes to the roller tube, it attaches the arm to the roller tube. You could take that cap, those screws off, slide the cap off, and someone could roll the roll awning in. Now it's going to be a little bit of a hassle. Then you could push the arm in. Then when you get close to the RV or close enough, you can put the screws back in the roller tube and that awning will be pretty much in the closed position. Taking the motor off might be a little more work, but you're able to get the awning closed all the way. Then you have to put the motor back on though, because that's what's going to lock it into place. So it's a little more work, but you know, it's worth it. I mean, you don't want to carry extra motors you probably never use it if you own one well maybe that's the trick you carry the motor and you'll never have to replace it right <laughs> just kidding the Carefree's are a little bit different like i said you got to take the motor off a little more time consuming to do but they don't have the torsion spring on the rear of the awning like the a and e's do so that changes the game a little bit so you can actually you know roll that back in Um, like i just described so it gives you a couple options so you don't need a pole strap so a pole strap's not even on the table at this point with the carefree awning and the carefree awnings are going to be a little bit different depending on the age of it and the model of it you know they they fluctuate some and again with the carefree's download the instructions for your awning and make sure it's your awning you don't want to get the wrong ones and carefree has different arms with different motors different awnings so you see what you have and if you can't identify it by name look at the arms and carefree's website has um different pictures of arms that identify the awning in fact i have the same picture so if you know i can help you with that as well but by doing this you'll understand what you have and then how to do it and most of the carefree awnings are similar but they're not identical and like the newer awnings um I think it's the apex doesn't have the 12 volt terminals on the back. So that changes it a little bit, but the, when the motors fail, generally they kind of start, stop working. It'll have a hard time going out, hard time coming in. I mean, you can get stuck with it all fully extended. You know, hopefully that doesn't happen to you, but whether it's fully or partially, it doesn't matter. You can't travel. So that's where you have to know how to get it back in. So it's going to add a little more time when you're getting ready to leave. So don't let that frustrate you because when you're frustrated, it's harder to do anything. At least for me, it is. You you start thinking, "Ah, I need to get out of here. I want to get on the road. I don't want to be screwing around with this. Well, you have to screw around with it. You have to just buy out the time and whatever it takes is what it's going to take. You know, get that taken care of. That way, when you travel, you don't have to worry about it. So that's 9100 Weather Pros and Carefree's. Now, Solera is the other brand, one of the more common brands, not as common as the Carefree and Dometic or A&Es, but they are becoming more so. Solera is owned by Lippert Components and Lippert components makes a whole lot of chassis for motorhomes and trailers. And so that's becoming part of the package. You buy an RV with a Lippert chassis on it, you're getting a Lippert awning in most cases. And that's okay. Their awnings are good. We like Lippert awnings or Solera awnings. That has become um, one of our favorites, at least for uh, fabric uh, replacement fabrics. So the Solera ones are pretty easy. You look in the instructions one time and you pretty much got it because there's a little plug on the cap on the front of the awning where the motor is. And by the way, the motor's on the front of all the awnings, no matter what brand it is. And the rear is either an idler or it has a torsion assembly. And the torsion assembly you'll find mostly on the A&E and Dometic awnings or the larger Carefree. So the Solera one has a has the plastic cap or covers over the motor. And then there's a rubber plug on the front of it. It's pretty obvious. You take that rubber plug out, you get yourself a cordless drill or corded drill, whatever you have, or a ratchet and socket, whatever you got handy. And there's a seven 716th nut in there. And you put the socket on there, and you turn the motor on, you wind it in or out. And now it's going to take a while. If the awning is fully extended, you're going to be up there for a while because it's just turning the gears a little bit at a time. It's it's slow. But it's cool because it's easier. You don't have to take anything apart. Pretty darn safe. You're not going to get hurt. No one's going to pinch fingers. Uh, I'm not going to drop a roller tube. So the Solera one has it dialed in and for safety and all the above that's the awning if you're getting a replacement awning and you're thinking about that kind of stuff Solera makes the perfect awning for that so it's a 7 nut you just use a nut driver attached to it, a cordless drill if you don't have one you're gonna to have to use a ratchet and you're just gonna to have to turn it turn it turn it. it's gonna take a while and you'll probably get really tired of doing it but it'll, that awning will be coming in you'll see it So that's the basics on the three different awnings. And, you know, I bring this up. You know, they said earlier, people ask me about these types of things. And so they're not that complicated except for when you're ready to go home. And now all of a sudden it becomes more complicated and you're like frustrated I don't want to screw with this right now I just want to pack up and go it's taking me an hour two hours or two days you know depending on where you're at and how long you've been there to pack up and it's just one more thing and maybe you have to unpack your tools now you have to find some things get your ladders out but these are part of RV and these are some of the problems you face it's no different with a car a boat anything else you know sometimes you're on a vacation in your car you park it at a hotel you go out in the morning and it doesn't start those things we just have to face we have to deal with it and that's part of being a do-it-yourselfer you know there's a large army of do-it-yourselfers out there and these are the things we have to do but it's knowing in advance how to do it or have a good idea how to do it you know when you're frustrated trying to find instructions on carefree's website is probably going to frustrate you even more but if you've already downloaded them to your tablet your ipad your phone your computer that frustration is gone You've just eliminated a bunch of frustration. Now all you have to do is go find it on your iPad, or tablet, or whatever. Open it up and read it through. Maybe have your spouse or whoever's with you read it through once, so you know you're, there's some clarity on it. What you need to do, then follow those steps. You know, I ran through it pretty quickly here, only going from memory of doing them, and I've had to do them all. And it's not frustrating for me because the awning's in my shop or I'm out on site and. <laughs> It's no worries. I'm not traveling. I'm there to fix the problem. That's what you're trying to do is fix the problem so you can start to travel. And you know, another thing you can do too, is be prepared at another level too. Like the 9100s and Weather Pro awnings, they have a plug on it. It's a two-wire plug. And to be honest with you, it would be very handy to have a lead that would plug into the motor and possibly even another lead that would plug into the wire that's going into the RV because you unplug the motor right at the top. And sometimes that wire isn't very long. It just barely connects. And the reason why I say this is if you, can, if you need to run 12 volts to the motor, you're pretty sure that the switch is bad, but you're just not getting voltage to the motor. If you had something that plugged into the motor, a two-wire lead, just like theirs, except the opposite end, then you could run that to a 12-volt source. You could look ahead a little bit. Hey, I'm going to need something this long to be able to do that. I'm going to need 12 feet, 20 feet, whatever it is to get to my 12-volt source. You know, if you have a, a cordless drill of the battery that you can attach the wires to, try that. But also for checking for voltage, if you had the other end that plugged into the lead that goes inside through the arms and into the RV to the switch, it'd be much easier to test standing on the ground if you're using a voltmeter or if you have to use a test light, you're going to have to ground it somehow. So that could make it a little bit easier. It's all about keeping it simple. And yeah, you might have to buy some wires, you might have to get the leads and have them sitting in a toolbox. But you know what, it's better to have them sitting there ready than when that day comes, you don't know what to do. And it's the same for the carefree awning. You know, it has the contacts on the back of the vast majority of them on the back cover to hook up 12 volts to. And again, you could use a battery out of a cordless drill, or you can have some longer leads already made with alligator clips on both ends to connect to the contacts on the back of the plastic cover on the arm, which goes directly to the motor, and then have it so you can alligator clip it to a battery or a 12-volt source. It's things like these that eliminate a lot of problems, and they're simple things to to do and actually having some wires with alligator clips on each end that are 20 feet long probably isn't the worst thing in the world to have sitting around in an RV because there's other things in your 12 volt system that are gonna fail. And maybe you need to run power to it to test it. You know, maybe you're not sure if the ground is good. Now you can use these wires, you know, you know they have a good ground. You can use them for other things. In my RV or actually in my truck in my toolbox in my truck that pulls my RV which my truck is also a four-wheel drive, so I go out overlanding in it. I have these types of things. I have a spool of wire, a coil of wire. It's two-wire, uh, green and yellow. Alligator clips on each end. They're soldered on. They're not going to come off. So if I have to jump one battery to the next, if I need 12 volts, need to do some testing, pour ground, I can do that, whether it's my truck or the trailer. And also having the tools, a test light, a voltmeter, some wire cutters, some wire strippers. You know, you can use side cutters or wire cutters to strip wires. But if you have a pair of just, you know, they're small wire strippers, you know, for the gauge wires that you're on your RV, you know, probably 8 gauge to 14 gauge or not 8-gauge, I'm sorry, probably like 12-gauge to like 18-gauge or 16-gauge, little strippers, they they don't destroy the wire. They take off just the insulation. Get a pair of those. Be prepared because you can use it not only in your RV but on your vehicle as well and other things around the house, sound systems in homes, cars, whatever, wherever you need to strip wires. So I'm not trying to be, you know, run this into the ground but being prepared certainly helps. And even having a cordless drill when you travel, and I always do, and I've never regretted it. I throw a cordless drill, a charger, and a battery, either in the trailer or my truck somewhere. Some bits, I don't have like, you know, 50 different bits for it, but I have the bits I know that are common on an RV. They make a big difference. You know, you can use them for raising and lowering your... Uh, levelers on a travel trailer or fifth wheel. You know, if screwed, you have to take something apart. You're out on the road and your furnace quits working and you got to get it going. I mean, there's no shop to take it to, so you got to take that furnace out. You know, having a cordless drill saves a lot of time. So it's things like that. And that battery, the cordless drill could possibly power your awning or be a 12 volt source. So <laughs> look at what will work. And even doubling up, or not rather than double up on tools, one tool might work for many different tools. You know, having a, a couple of screwdrivers is great, but a cordless drill is much better, much quicker. Bam, you're in and out, especially when you're testing and doing things like that, things that you're not real excited about. You know, not to, like I said, not to run this into the ground, but being prepared for the awning failures is very important. Even having the, in, the installation instruction gives you an idea how things can or should work so that's covering it for 9100s weather pros carefree and solera awnings and like i said they're going to all vary a little bit have the instructions handy the solera awnings are the easiest ones to to deal with the motor if you're having issues with it if it stops working the extended position partially out so as a reminder again check us out radioarizonarv.com we have links to iTunes, all the great places where you can listen to the podcast as well. And on our website, we sometimes have more information than what might be included in the podcast. Sometimes when I'm writing up the show notes, I'm throwing extra things in there that maybe I forgot to mention, a little bonus thing. But, anyways, so I want to thank everybody for listening today. Again, this is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV.